You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, Episode 35, Five Easy Ways to Stop Missing Details. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my gorgeous friends. It's me, Mrithu. So happy to have you here today. And I'm so grateful for your listening ear. If this is your first time, welcome. And let me tell you about how things work around here. I talk to you all about things related to work and your personal life in order to make them simpler, more joyous, less stressful, and allow you to focus on the people and things that really light you up and bring you joy. And at the end of each episode, which is about 20 to 25 minutes typically, I will leave you with a challenge. You can call it homework if you want, but really it's an action step. So you take the time that you've invested right now, put it into action, and walk away with something really doable and easy to you know move forward with so you make your time totally worth it. And also after that, I'll let you know how you can get your hands on some free goodies. But in terms of walking away with an action step, I did want to go ahead and read one really quick review on uh, on my podcast, which I thought was amazing. And this is from, uh, the name is Um Bam Bam. And she says, finally, someone who gets it. Finally, a podcast about me. After listening to one episode, I am ready to take immediate action. It's great to find someone who understands and gives realistic strategies for their target audience versus only talking about what they do and how it works for them. Looking forward to binge listening to the rest of the episodes. Um, Bam Bam, I want to thank you so much for this awesome review, for taking the time to do that, and I cannot tell you how much it means to me. So if you have enjoyed what you're hearing as well, please go ahead and let me know. It just helps me know that I'm adding value to you, but also helps to get me seen to other, or heard, I guess, to other amazing women around the globe. Thank you again so much. I cannot tell you how much that meant to me. All right. So today we're talking about communication and details, the details, right? It's, I think that's where we get caught up all the time. It's the details. There's a bazillion things on the list, on your mind, with the thoughts, the demands, the requests, everything being thrown at you all the time. And it's not just you, it's everybody else, right? Everybody is so busy and we're always on the run and we're just running around from morning till night. So as people who are communicating with other people, it's really up to us to take every opportunity to make things easier for other people, just as you would hope that they would make things easier for you. And I want to begin this conversation, or me talking anyway, with the idea that you can't over-communicate. You can't over-communicate, especially when it comes to details. Because we're all running around like crazy people, like a chicken with its head cut off, 
You know how easy it is for some of the details to fall through the cracks or something you knew you read or something you knew you saw or something you thought you were on top of. When the time comes to doing that thing or moving forward on it or taking action, there is some detail that you're like scrounging around for or just you forget or you can't find. This happens all the time. In fact, I was just on a Zoom call just an hour ago for a networking group and one of the members showed up to the meeting about 20 minutes late and she was like, oh my gosh, I had this on my calendar. I you know, knew I was coming, I got the reminder. And then when I got there, it was at 8.30 in the morning, I couldn't find the link. I had no idea where it was and I just spent the last 15 or 20 minutes trying to find the link so I could get in, right? So this is so typical. I know because we're, we're going, 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 but it's these little details that can hold us back, can trip us up. And also it can hold other people back, right? Like if we can't make it easy for them, they're also going to get frustrated and fall into the same traps that we do. So I did an episode not too long ago, actually just maybe four or five episodes ago, I think it was episode 31, The Simplest Way to Boost Leadership. And that was about making things crystal clear in your communications, specifically in proposals to win business, right? Or specifically in the way that we are breaking down what we're presenting to maybe a client or um, even though it could be a colleague, but we're how we're breaking it down to make it crystal clear. So today's topic is really related. So I will link to that one, but I'm going to go a little bit broader here and talk about over communicating and being crystal clear with details across platforms and across resources. So let's just get really clear, first of all, what I mean by over communicating or what I really don't mean. So when I say you can't over communicate, I don't mean That means just being totally verbose or adding unnecessary details to everything or telling stories that go on forever or taking 20 minutes in a 30-minute meeting just to get your point across or any other way to beat a dead horse or waste other people's time. That is not what I mean when you say when I say you cannot over-communicate. Yes, in those instances, you're probably over-communicating information that's not valuable and not a good use of other people's time. When I say you can't over-communicate, I mean specifically is you can't over-communicate those details in a succinct and helpful and valuable way. And sometimes, in fact, many times, we need to do this repeatedly, which is why I say you can't over-communicate it, so that that information is convenient, it's easily accessible when people need it. So that means not just telling them once or presenting that information once, but maybe twice or likely even several times. So I'm going to tell you an example of something really similar to what I just mentioned earlier about that meeting today, but this is a way that I screwed this up recently, that I screwed up my kind of lack of detailed communication, even though I thought in my mind I had taken all the right steps. I had communicated more than once, but I realized afterwards, because you know hindsight's always 2020, that one of the ways that I probably really needed to do it is where I fell short and then there was some miscommunication or some delay in getting information. So I run a coaching program, you may have heard about this as you know previous episodes called Life in Control. And on the very first day of my new cohort, I take a group in every, you know, few months, we go through a 3-month program together. I had the Zoom the Zoom information 
in the meeting invite. So I put it in there because we meet right now. We're all online. We're meeting, you know, every every week. So we get together and discuss challenges, successes. We help brainstorm with each other. So it's a really great group. So I put that that link into the meeting invite and I sent that meeting invite out to everybody. I also have an online training as part of this program. There's robust training. They're break, broken down into small little bite-sized pieces to, you know, for people, to, for members to consume and for us to discuss. So in that online program, it very specifically says, here's the information for our calls and it has the link there. The day before our first call, I sent an email that said, hey, can't wait to see you all. I'm so excited to see your beautiful faces. We're going to kick off tomorrow and here's that link for that Zoom call. And then the day of I also sent an email reminder said, "Hey, can't wait to see to, we can't wait to see you tonight at you know five thirty. However, on that very last email, I didn't send the link again. So again, so just to backtrack, I had it in the meeting invite, have it in the online program, have it in the day before reminder, but not on the re- reminder of the day. And one or two of the members are at 5.30, really probably more like 5.35, 5.40. They're calling me or texting me or emailing me because they can't find the link. Because of course, like many of us, they probably saw that reminder the day before, saw it, said, yeah, delete, you know, or it got lost in with their hundreds of other emails. So when the time came to 5.30 when they had to hop on and there's a good chance They were in back-to-back meetings up until then, right? So it's like, you don't even have time to really think or prepare. You get to the call and they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't find that. I can't find that login information. Where's today's email? They go to today's email and it's not in there. So these are really smart people. I work with very, very smart, driven, ambitious people. So they're just busy, right? It's not like they're not smart. All of us, like everybody else are busy. And what I realized that even though... I thought I over-communicated. I didn't over-communicate those details enough because ultimately it was that last email that maybe that they were going to look at and that was the one that didn't have the information. So that is, I think, to me, like a great example of how we need to be as as we're communicating, really thinking about that end, that result the, the and the end user experience so that we can be really on top of the areas, the times, the places where we can increase our usage of details just to ensure that everybody has what they need at the time that they need it. So I'm going to give you five examples of how you can easily make this happen. Like these are five little tweaks that you can implement right away. Now, As you know, if you've been a long-time listener, I don't expect you or want you to do all five of these. That is too much. We want to focus on one, maybe two of them. So go ahead. We'll listen to them all, and I can just give you a little heads up for your challenge for this week. We're going to pick one or two that you can make these small changes on so that you don't have any miscommunications or you don't allow details to fall through the cracks in the future as well, like I did. All right, so these are, they're easy, but they're so powerful, just like that last email or that, sorry, that last link in the in the last email that I sent, right? That one little tweak, had I added that in, that would have really helped alleviate any confusion or worry for other people at the last minute. All right, so number one, one of the ways you can really easily make this happen and you can provide details that allows other people to find information very quickly, conveniently, and just have 
easy access to you is in your email signature. Your email signature. What is in your email signature? I cannot tell you how many times how frustrated I've been when, so picture this scenario, because I bet this has happened to you. Like you're you're driving, you're driving to a meeting back in the days when we could meet in person, but you're going somewhere and either there's traffic or you've reached maybe the destination, the location, and you just can't find the building or the, you know, you can't get into the parking garage because there's a code. Like there's something that's like holding you back and you're like, I'm just going to call that person, right? I'm going to call the person I have the appointment with and you're, you know, you're in the car and then you're scrolling down, you get into your email and you go to their email and you go down to their signature and their phone number isn't there. And you're like, oh my goodness, now I have to email them? What's the chance that they're going to be checking their email right this second, you know? And it's so frustrating because at that time, and you know, you know, somewhere in those emails, they've given you their phone number or somewhere in your contacts, you could find it, or you can go to the company's directory and look it up, but it's such a hassle and it's so difficult and it's such a time waster and it's so overwhelming at that time. Had the person, there was, you know, just put their phone number in their email signature, it would have alleviated a ton of stress. So not only is that a great thing to have in there, but how about your actual title or the logo of the company? I know this has driven me crazy too. When I want to address someone and maybe I'm writing a formal letter or maybe I'm going in for a presentation or like a even if it's an online you know, presentation and I want to know, well, which logo do they use all the time? Because their company has several logos. They've gone through many transitions. I want to use the most up-to-date or maybe the one specific to their department or division. Or I just, you know, I want to make sure that I'm addressing them correctly in terms of their title. I mean, there's so there's all these details that really need to go into your auto signature that at the bottom so that People just have that information at the at their fingertips and they're not frustrated looking at it. Now you can do this, you can make these updates. So go into your signature, you know, after you listen to this, say, is this really all the information that somebody needs, that somebody needs to have from me? Like, do they have my email address? Do they have my company website? Do they have my phone number? You know, what are the things, put yourself in their shoes that you've been frustrated by when you need to get someone's information really quickly and make sure it's in there. Now you can do this really easily in your email settings or just Google it. Google create auto signature in Outlook or create auto signature in Gmail. And it will just walk you through, you know, have some little five-step thing of how to get into your settings. If you're not sure how to do this, so you can go ahead and update it. You may have updated it a while back and now it needs a refresher. So that's an easy one and uh, one that has can be really powerful. Okay, number two. Now, I know I just kind of went through the examples of the meetings, but I want to kind of reiterate this and get a little bit deeper into this about the meetings and reminders of meetings. Okay, in your meeting invites, this is a great place to add your details in the meeting invite. So earlier I gave the example that in my meeting invite for my coaching program, Life in Control, I had the Zoom link in there. Now, yes, there was still someone who didn't see that, but pretty much everybody else in the group did, and they were able to just click on the link in the meeting invite. It wasn't necessarily, I had to also send a separate email Um It's great if there is a separate email, but it's in there. Other details in your meeting invite are extremely helpful. For example, here are the three 
points that we're going to cover in the meeting today. It's kind of like your little mini agenda. It's in the email invite, sorry, in the meeting invite, or here is what we're going to be covering, or make sure you come prepared with this, or here's the attachment that you can read beforehand. The more that you can include those details in the meeting invite, the more organized it is and the easier it is for someone else to find that information. By the way, this one strategy and the one before and all five that I'm covering are really going to boost your leadership. Every time that you can increase clarity for someone else, every time that you can simply just make things easier, that you seem more organized, that you're allowing them and yourself to be more productive, your leadership skills are amplifying all the time. So take these all really seriously because these small little tweaks can have a massive impact on the way you're showing up and how you are being you know, visible to everybody else, how, how they are viewing you, what your perception is like. By the way, if you have something like Calendly, which is a scheduling app, so someone can, you can send them a link and then they can actually make a calendar invite or they can schedule it on your calendar just directly from that, that link, they send out reminders automatically. So the day before, the, audit, the invite would go out the, and all the details are in there and it would go the day up. So that's something to consider too. If you are not the best at sending the reminders ahead of time that you might wanna consider an automated scheduling app like that. And that one's called Calendly and there's a whole bunch of slew of different options for that one. Okay, so number three, another way to alleviate any miscommunication, really amplify your leadership, is to take five minutes, five minutes, y'all, to create a meeting recap. So anytime you have a meeting, whether it is personal, this might be a volunteer committee you're on, a board you sit on, this might be something at work, right? This obviously is meetings all day long. This might be with your assistant if you have your own business. After you get out of that meeting to take that five minutes, sometimes it's two minutes, to just bullet point, here's the top three or five next action items. Here's what you're gonna do, here's what I'm gonna do, here's what we agreed to, or here are the deadlines, or here's when we're gonna have this done by. Bulleted formats are great. They're simple, they're easy for you to create, and they're really simple to read, and it alleviates lots of miscommunication or thinking, oh wait, I thought she did this, or I forgot to do that, or I don't know, you know, I thought I knew what date it was, and I'm not sure, and all that goes away. So although you may have covered those details, I'm sure you have, in your meeting, we cannot over-communicate, right? We know every single person has been through this. We were like, it was so clear when we walked out, and yet there was a miscommunication after that. So take that five minutes, because that small little baby investment of time is going to pay itself back like tenfold when you're not frustrated and annoyed because people don't know their next steps or, you know, it's just... It's not what you anticipated or your expectations weren't met. Okay, number four, putting key points in your contracts and agreements and then repeating them, over-communicating them again in your proposal or your email or however it is that you're communicating with, with someone you're working with. So for example, if in your contract or in your agreement, you have something that says, this is how many revisions 
are covered, you know, within this scope of work. Or this is how many days that are covered, you know, that we will be working together. Our partnership will last like 30 days or 60 days. Or this is the budget that we're working with. This is all usually in your proposal. Could be a one sheet, it could be a 10 sheet agreement, a contract, whatever it might be. It could even be, yeah, just, you know, a a simple form that they fill out. But those types of details are typically in there. When you are sending that over in an email, when you're like communicating that, pull out those key points that are really important that can get glossed over that in the midst of everything else, when everyone else is so busy that they can get missed because you can't over-communicate, right? Don't wait until there is a problem to have to go back and say, hey, but remember it was in our contract, in our 10-page contract or my one-page agreement? Like, didn't you read the fine print? If you know that there are details that people generally miss or they're not aware of or they forget about, highlight it. Highlight it again when you're sending it over. Again, simple bulleted format would work great for this. Maybe here's the top three or five bullets, but you're not necessarily saying, I'm pulling this out of my contract, but you're sort of just putting it in that intro, you know, as a, here's you know, here's our signed agreement as a reminder. Uh, we have 120 days with, you know, this many dollars for three rounds of revisions. I can't wait for us to get started, right? So it's a really simple way to over-communicate that so it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. I promise you, they will appreciate it and it's gonna save you a lot of future headaches. And finally, number five, a really simple way that you can help yourself, help others not miss the details and show up as a leader is to create fill-in-the-blank templates. Templates. I love me my templates. All right. So let's say for those meetings or um, there is something that you can do, you can help your client or a colleague, or a family member, or volunteer group, help them to prepare for an upcoming event, or an upcoming proposal, or an upcoming meeting, or an upcoming presentation. Um, You might say, or here's what our process looks like. Here's our step-by-step procedures, or this is the way things work. And then you basically create a template so you don't have to think this through every time. And then you can go back and customize it and personalize it, kind of fill in the blanks. So for example, let's say it's well, this is how our process works uh, when you're working with me and we're, you know, we're starting from our exploratory phase through, uh, you know, the coaching phase through the end when we get our results. And here, here's what we would do. First step, we would have a kickoff on such and such day, fill in the blank. Okay. Then next step, we might have a, you know, brainstorming session three days later or fill in the blank. How many days later? This will take... Uh, this will take place over Zoom at this link, fill in the blank, right? And you fill it in. And so you go through that again. And when you have this template kind of set up with that step-by-step process, or here's how it works, or here's the procedure, and you just simply have to fill in those blanks, it just reminds you that all of these really important details that the other person needs to know It makes it super clear for them. There's no discrepancies. You're creating a really consistent client experience or a, you know, customer experience or just a person's experience, whoever, whatever, you know, role that they may be in. And you don't have to do all that hard thinking every time thinking about those details. So once you have that format, it's something that can be sent more than one time. You might 
You might send that in your very first communication. You might send it midway through. You might send it at the end. I mean, because it's created, once it's created, it's really easy to leverage and you know use again and just really help to embed those details in an easy to understand way that's really clear and really accessible and convenient and easy for everyone to understand and process. So again, this can be, all of these are not only going to help you, by the way, with things at work, but personally, they're all going to help. Whether, again, like I said, there there are committees you're on or just things you're talking about with your family. How about the five-minute recap of like the family meeting or here's the chores or here's what I asked you to do. Like, can we just like go through this again to make sure we're all really clear, you know, or sending them if you're like, my kids are teens at this point. So they prefer the text or the emails from me for certain things. So if I can bullet point things out of what they need to do or what my expectations are, it's really, really, really helpful. Even for friends, when I, I'm trying to find their information and we've just started emailing each other, if I can get into that email and just see their phone number, it is extremely helpful for me to be, for me to be able to call them or text them. But without that, we're just like reliant on that email, which is really annoying if I'm meeting them for coffee the first time and I and I'm, don't know where they are or I can't find them or I'm, I'm from late or something like that. So again, you can apply all of these to your personal life and your professional life because here's the deal. Remember, you cannot over-communicate this stuff. This is so important, and I don't want this to feel, I hope this doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, this is just so much extra work for me to do. This is not extra work. Change that mindset if that's what you're feeling, because I promise you that small investment of time is saving you so much aggravation and time on the back end that that extra investment up front is always going to pay itself out. All right, so I believe that we are coming back to our perfect inspired action for this week because here's your challenge. Pick one, pick one of those five that you can easily just go in and be like, this is something I gotta do. This is an area that I see that there's frustration with or that steps are being missed or I'm just gonna have enough details and go ahead and just conquer one of them, one of them in the next 24 hours, okay? So use the momentum you have right now, the the motivation you've built up, and just take action on one of the five. And I feel like you're already going to feel so much more powerful and empowered when you do that. So real quick recap, it's that email signature, get those details in. Number two, the meetings and the reminders of meetings, make sure you add all that information into those and send them You know, before the meeting, during the meeting, but send that information within the meeting invite so people aren't like scrounging around trying to find everything. It's all in one place. Take five minutes to create a meeting recap. That's the third one. So after you're done with a meeting or a presentation or a proposal or anything that you end and you just say, here's like our top three things and here's our key takeaways, Number four, take any key points in your agreements or contracts or scope of work and repeat them in the email, in the communication that you're sending out. So again, it's kind of like, hey, within this many days or this many hours or this many revisions, I'm really looking forward to working with you. And finally, number five, create those fill-in-the-blank templates that include all those details, but so that you don't have to recreate the wheel every single time, but so you can use that over and over with whoever you're sending it to. Okay, I am so excited for you to take action on one of these. And you know, I love to hear from you. So please let me know. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 35 and let me know what you did. I'd love to cheer you on and really be there to support you. Also, I want to leave you with one more thing. Um, 
That is really exciting. For the first time, I am introducing and running a masterclass called Create the Perfect To-Do List and Plan Your Week Like a Boss. All right, so if you are worried about things falling through the cracks, if you feel like your brain is gonna explode from all the to-dos and tasks and demands and requests that are being thrown your way all day long, if you're frustrated about being busy all day and still feel like, I got nothing done, where did the day go? If you're confused about how to structure your day and you wanna have more of a rhythm and a flow to it, and you're really confused about what system works best, like you've heard a million things, but now you're like, wait, do I use a journal? Do I use an app? Like, what do I use? Then you really wanna find out about this class. I'm so excited to bring this to you. We're gonna be running this and starting this in November, November 9th to be exact. And that way we're gonna wrap it up before Thanksgiving. So in the course of the three weeks, there's three classes over three weeks, we're gonna go through all this, we're gonna master it, we're gonna have tons of time for feedback, questions, I'm gonna give you tons of examples, and we're gonna craft your awesome, perfect to-do list and your ideal like day and week. It's gonna be amazing. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash masterclass to find out more about that slash masterclass. And just know there's a $200 savings if you sign up for it by November 3rd, I believe, November 3rd. So get on over to that, check it out. I would love to see you there. All right, my sweet friend, thank you as always. You are the best for showing up here. Lifers, I just wanna encourage you to keep going. I know that it's a it's a tough time still. We're still in this crazy time in, in life here. But if you feel like you're drinking from a fire hose every day, if you feel like you're having a hard time keeping everything straight on your plate and you want to stop procrastinating what you know you really should be doing, please continue to show up here. Please connect with me on lifeisorganized.com. Definitely check out that masterclass. And lastly, grab my resources, my free resources on lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources, all about how to stop overwhelm and procrastination and um, get really awesome things done and focus. All right, that's it. I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much. Uh, It is my honor to support you through your journey in life. And I can't wait to see you, I guess, hear you or you hear me next week. Same place, same time. Here's to you, my sweet friend, and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.